have you heard of slow motherhood? It's kind of been a bit of a buzzword at the moment. And today on the podcast, I wanted to talk about why I've decided to cultivate a slow motherhood and why you should too. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. So to start with, let's let's go to the dictionary and look at the meaning. What is the definition of the word slow? If we are going to cultivate a slow motherhood, what does that mean? So the definition of slow that comes up is moving, happening, or doing something without much speed. But then you go down you know how dictionaries have like several definitions for the word and I really want us to focus on this one to reduce speed or activity and so to me when we look at that and I think that is the perfect definition of looking at motherhood through cultivating a slow motherhood reducing our speed or activity now to me that is just a realignment of our priorities. Because when we look at the world and the way that the world is telling us to be a mum, it is that we have to uh, we have to keep up with the Joneses. Our kids have to be doing all this extracurricular activity. And almost we are trying to find our identity as parents, as humans, we we are getting it from our kids when we are doing that. That's what the world is showing us as our example you know that our calendar the more busy we are the better we are the more stressed and overwhelmed we are then the more better we are at being a mum which I want to call out that that is not the truth and that is certainly not the case because we are just stressing ourselves out we are stressing our kids out Everyone is doing things that they don't necessarily enjoy or want to do all for the sake of having a reputation and trying to perform for everybody else around us. So what happens though if we reduce our speed and reduce our activity? What if we got so intentional with our time particularly when it comes to us being mums and spending time with our kids and so that's what I want to look at so four things four reasons why we should cultivate a slow motherhood 
The first reason is we appreciate and enjoy even the smallest of moments. So I have found that cultivating a slow motherhood, and I didn't even know that slow motherhood was a thing until Instagram started showing me all these reels a couple of months ago. But this is really what I have been talking about with being intentional. You know, now we're just putting a new a new word to it. It's no longer intentional. You know, first the hype word was balanced, then it kind of went to intentional, and now it's slow motherhood. But really, it helps us to appreciate even the smallest of moments. So yesterday, I was doing a home workout. I was exercising at home. The girls were home, and they were doing it with me. Now, usually, back a few years ago, I could have lost it with them because they could have seemed to be interfering with me. They were hindering me from doing it. I wasn't able to do it properly. I wasn't you know, getting the full reps in. I wasn't holding the stretch for as long as I should or whatever. But I actually found it was my favorite part of yesterday. And sure, the workout was not as uh, productive as it would have been if I was in a gym by myself doing it because I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old who thought it would be fun to sit on my back while I plank. But it was my favorite part of my day and I appreciated it so much because I loved that my girls were there with me while I did it, that I can do things like that. And I love that. Even my kids cooking, this is one that I have really had to learn letting my kids help me with cooking and it is not because I am an amazing cook or a perfectionist or a clean cooking person it's just that I just want to get in the kitchen cook the thing and get out I don't love the mess that they make I don't love that everything takes a little bit longer I don't love that we crack an egg and we waste it because the whole egg went in there and that has happened things just cooking disasters can happen but I remember someone saying to me once you can't have independence and perfection when you have toddlers your kids can't be independent and be perfect they have to learn you have to teach them if you want your kid to be able to bake when they're older then they have to be in the kitchen with you baking now And so I've learned through cultivating this intentional motherhood that I love it. I enjoy it so much. I want them to want to be in the kitchen helping me, even if it means that I spend longer cleaning up, even if it means that more dishes get used and whatever. Cultivating a slow motherhood has helped me to appreciate little moments of being at the park It has helped me to be so present so that when we are at the park playing, I don't feel like I need to be on my phone. I don't even want to touch my phone. I don't feel like my mind is elsewhere. I'm able to be physically and mentally present. They're two very different things. We can absolutely be physically present. And I don't think that a lot of us really, particularly if we are a stay-at-home mum, we don't struggle with the physical present. We struggle with the mental present. And so cultivating a slow motherhood enables me to be mentally present so I can appreciate the moments. 
So I can appreciate making memories together. I'm not thinking about the things that I have to do when we go back inside. I'm not thinking about the things that I need to do for my business. I'm not thinking about the to-do list running through my head, whose birthday party we've got, what we need to get from the grocery store. My mind is able to be present with my children in that moment. So that's the first thing that cultivating a slow motherhood enables us to do. The second thing is it shows our kids what's important to us. Having a slow motherhood and being intentional about what we put on our calendar, it particularly shows our kids what is important. It's setting up their value system in them now, even as toddlers. So our calendar, are we making it so full, so, so much happening? Are we cramming so much in? And if we are, I would, I would encourage you as the mum to stop and have a look at why is that? Why are we, and even if you need to have that conversation with your husband, do it, obviously, but why do we feel the need to have something on every afternoon when our child is five? Why do we feel the need to do all this extra stuff every single weekend? Are we prioritizing just family time together, just us as a family? And going back to that definition of slow, How can we reduce the speed and reduce the stress and the tension, reduce the activity in our home to demonstrate and show our kids what our priorities are? And first of all, in order to be able to show our kids what is important, you need to know what's important. You and your husband need to have a vision and a shared set of values for your family that you then can show your children, that you then can reflect onto them and demonstrate to them through things like what you fill up your calendar with, valuing your time as a family, valuing your health and wellness, valuing eating dinner at home at the table together as a family, valuing screen-free time, whatever your values are, valuing helping your community value there's so many things it could be and each family's set of values is going to be different but I love that cultivating a slow motherhood enables us to show and demonstrate what's important to us and ultimately that's Jesus for us as Christian parents we want to reflect Christ that's like that's my number one goal every day is to be more Christ-like and how do I do that being a mum today? The third thing that cultivating a slow motherhood does is it teaches our children life skills. So when we then start to get intentional about what we are doing, how we're spending our time, reducing our speed or activity, we strip back to the bare basics We strip back, we get rid of all the fluff, we peel back all the layers of show and all the extras and we strip it back to the essentials. And I really am making it a priority in my life to teach my kids life skills. And You know, when the pandemic was happening and things like produce, we couldn't get produce in, we couldn't buy bread, all this stuff was happening. And it dawned on me, 
I know how to make dinners from buying produce at the supermarket, but I, I don't know how to bake bread. I don't know how to make a loaf of bread. Where did that get? That was something that was passed down. And I do not think that the, our parents' generation or the generation before us have failed us. But we certainly are, their generation, our generation are pretty well the generations where we don't have the kind of life skills that our grandmothers knew, that our great-grandmothers knew. My grandmother is an amazing cook and can cook anything from absolute scratch. But I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. So I'm making it intentional. And by being slowed down, by appreciating being able to share these moments with my kids, I'm able to teach them life lessons. I'm able to show my kids how to make washing powder. I'm able to show my kids how to make a loaf of bread. I'm able to show my kids um, our next thing is gardening. Now that we have, we were unsure if we were going to stay in this house or not, but I think we're going to be here for a while now. So our next goal is to grow a garden which you know, come on the journey with us on social media. I'll be sharing a lot more of that. But that because I want, I want to know for myself, but I want my kids to know for, for themselves how to grow our own food. And that is not a, it's not at all to say that growing your own food, making, only making your own bread and doing all this DIY stuff yourself is a, prerequisite to being a homemaker I'm not saying that at all and in fact there are no requirements for being a homemaker just a heart to serve you don't even have to be a mum but I have decided to make it a priority to show my kids life skills and and one of those things that I I want to learn for myself is gardening and growing growing things and the last thing that I want to share about cultivating a slow motherhood is that it actually helps you to get through the hard days. And that is because, really because of the first one, because you enjoy it, because you are able, you do not have the pressure on you of keeping up with the Joneses and performing and doing all this extra stuff and feeling like you have to put your family on show. You don't have that pressure on you. So when hard days come up, you know It's just a bump in the road. Your body isn't already in fight or flight mode. So many of us are walking around in fight, flight or freeze mode constantly, all day, every day because of the psychological stresses in our world. And so cultivating a slow motherhood, because we have stripped it back, we've realigned our priorities, we're able to enjoy the moments with our kids more We know what's important to us. We know what we value and we know our vision of our family. We know that a a hard day is just a bump in the road. We know that a hard day is just a hard day. We know that everything else can wait. And if if our baby is sick and we have other things to do, then we know that the other things will get done. We can just be with our baby. We know that when things come up, we'll get through it. We don't see it as the end of the world. It's not the um, thing that sends us overboard. It's just a hard day. And we, we have so much more mental ability to get through it. 
So they are the four reasons why I am cultivating a slow motherhood and why I truly believe that you should as well. And I hope that that encouraged you. And I'd love to hear where you are, if you've ever heard of slow motherhood or if you feel like you've got this slow motherhood thing down pat, then I want to hear from you and I want to know where you are on your journey. Please come and say hello on Instagram at Wholesome Mama. And I would love to hear from you and know who you are and where you are on your motherhood journey as well, because I love hearing from you and connecting with you. So have a beautiful week and I will chat with you soon. Well, that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.